0: Happy National Donut Day to Jay Delsing. Good morning, sir. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Who doesn't like a good donut any day? I mean, come on, let's be honest.
0: Every day should be National Donut Day.
1: I mean, sugar, fried bread. I
0: mean, come on. didn't get any better. Come on. <laughs> My food group. Come on. I mean, it's in a pyramid somewhere. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, hey, hey, Jay, there's a piece up at golf.com right on the front page five stretches every golfer should do before he plays. What are your go to stretches before you, uh, when you get out to the range before you play?
1: Well, Randy, what they are now is not what they were, you know, 20 years right. ago. Right. Uh-huh. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> but, but, um, Uh, For sure, hamstrings, um, for sure. Our hamstrings are a big deal for me. Um, I had my knee replaced, and something has kicked in with all the rehab that I did this year. I picked up 12, almost 14 yards with every iron. So I'm almost back to hitting my irons the same length I did when I was playing all the time. And it has a lot to do with the strength in my right knee because now I'm able to use the ground and push off to my left. So hamstrings are really big. Uh, I've had back surgery before, so I definitely like uh, getting my back loose. But, Randy, when it's warm like it is now, man, it, I, I mean, two or three minutes of stretching yep. and then just a couple of, you know, start off with a couple of little soft wedges and just get the feel. And It's it's much, much different than that, that April and even May golf.
0: So, Jay, uh, for somebody in the audience that might be looking ahead to knee replacement surgery and then getting on the golf course how long was it for you what was the process like once you had the surgery before you got back onto the course
1: oh man i was able to so well i didn't really ask uh but i was (laughs) able to chip and putt i was chipping and putting uh within like a month um, I wasn't doing any full swinging, but I just wanted to just get out there and just walk around. And, uh, the, the first three months of that surgery are really, uh, regardless of what anybody tells you, it's tough. It's very painful. Uh, trying to get that big on knee to bend again is not easy. Um, um, but I, what I would say is just really, really stay on the uh, the rehab protocols. It's not easy. It's not fun. But I've got a friend who, you know, kind of took some shortcuts and he, he has some some residual pain and I don't I don't have much pain at all. It's it's not as good as the original equipment, Randy, but it's you know, it's 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 way better. I can sleep at night, it doesn't wake me up <laughs> and, and and the other things that I was struggling with. So the knee is I guess a bigger deal than the hip, which didn't make a lot of sense to me. The hip seems like such a a huge, you know, bone and, and things like that, but I I guess it just doesn't do as much in terms of your mobility in the body, it's more for stability. So, I would just stay, say to folks, man, stay with the, stay with that uh, all the exercises that they they tell you to do, and, and don't take any shortcuts.
0: Sounds good. Jay, I was
1: uh, thinking about stretching, and I had a teammate who was notorious for never stretching. It was Joey Galloway, and we would be warming up in, in practice. And and Coach, you're not going to stretch, Joey? His
0: response was, have you ever seen a cheetah stretch? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Kerry, I, I went to this place called Athlete's Performance right when Tiger came out. And every All the golfers started running to the gym to try to figure out how to start lifting weights and everything. <laughs> And I walk into this place, and Joey Galloway is sitting Indian-style on a physio ball. <laughs> and that's where I should have just turned around and walked away. I'm like, what? Because one of our we, – we tried to do this um, – I, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but I was lying with some other professional athletes, and we are lined up at str- and str- according to strength. And there were ten of us. And I was number nine. <laughs> And I was proudly standing in front of the woman snowboarder. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody else was in front of me. But but I was the only one that could get on that we could kneel and get on all fours and I could stay on the I stayed on the physio ball for like twelve seconds. That was our record. And Joey Galloway was sitting watching T V Indian style. I'm like, you suck.
0: That's amazing.
1: (laughs) I know. I couldn't I couldn't imagine how hard that was. That is amazing. Uh, Jay, I want to ask you about Rose Zang, the the Stanford product that uh, just turned pro. What do you think
0: about her game, and, and how good can she actually be?
1: Oh, boy. I, I, you, know, you know, it's always a big step from college to, to pro in anything. But um, she just seems to have the makeup uh Carrie and I'm talking about the end I don't know this young lady, but I'm a real fan and I've I've watched her swing. Obviously she's got a gorgeous swing. Her her resume is just loaded from an amateur standpoint. And uh I just I think she's she's a star. I think she's the star in the making. I think she's got everything you know you need to play professional golf well. She's got a great disposition. She looks like she's got a high compete level and, man, I got to tell you, on the LPGA Tour, they're, they're, it's, it's competitive, man. It, there are some really great players out there.
0: Yeah, I love watching the LPGA. When I was in Arkansas, I got to see a lot of those up close because Arkansas has a really good program, too. Uh, Jay, I wanted to ask you about Roy McRoy. Uh, finishing his opening round at the Memorial Tournament with a triple bogey on his final hole. What, what was going on there?
1: Oh, golf. <laughs> 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 We've all been Damn, there, huh? <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. I mean, you just, you know, I don't know in, to be inside of Rory's head if you had a mental mistake or, or what. Because bad shots happen and things like that. But you wind up getting yourself into situations where you think you can get out or you think you can, might be able to do a little more than um, – than you can and I, I actually didn't see how he made the triple bogey i did uh, uh read about it and that last hole at, at uh at uh memorial is is a bear uh the 18th has got water along the left and it's a long dog leg uh to the right with bunkers to the right and i've been all over that hole before and there's not a, there's a lot of bad places to go
0: hey jay what's the hardest hole you ever played
1: Oh, man. At least for your, has, game, it, for your game. It would have to be um, the 18th at Carnoustie. So, you guys, the 18th at Carnoustie, that's where Jean Vel made that, I think, historic seven or eight after having a three- or four-shot lead only to lose the British Open. Mm-hmm. But there is so much that can go wrong. There are these pot bunkers that they, they just scatter randomly out there. There's this meandering creek that goes along the right. There's grass that's about four or five feet tall everywhere, and then just to really make it, make it exceptionally uncomfortable, there's just a barbed wire fence to the left that's a boundary fence. Like, that's not going to stop anything. You know, at least <laughs> if you have a fence over there, you got a chance of hitting the fence. There's a post every, you know, 20 feet and barbed wire. So, if you get that hook rolling over there, that, that thing's out of bounds. So, that was one of the most uncomfortable tee uh, shots, holes I've ever played. And the 17th, at St. Andrews is ridiculous because of the the road hole bunker. There's a a cobblestone road over the green, which I did happen to visit. And there's also (laughs) a railroad track back there. So I I just, I I, got to tell you guys, I don't know if you know how many shots are in a a typical bottle of alcohol, but I found (laughs) out once I played in the British Open because old Tom Morris used to love his scotch. And there are 18 shots of, of alcohol in a typical bottle of scotch. And I can promise you, old Tom was completely smashed when he designed 17. <laughs> because that is there's insane. There's a hotel. There's a hotel, right? And you have to hit your drive over about a third of a hotel over there. That's so incredible. The hotel, That's
0: amazing. <laughs>
1: it's been pummeled. It's been pummeled. There's scars all over the, the facade of that hotel. That's <laughs>
0: like, yeah, absolutely fabulous. not. Hey yeah. Jay, what do you got coming up on your show on Sunday morning?
1: Randy, I have Brad Faxon on the show, oh, nice. and he is one of the historically one of the best putters of all time. He finished um, after I think his first three years on tour. He had a conversation with Ben Crenshaw, and never finished out of the top. 20 in putting and also led the tour in putting through three of those years and played for about 25 years. So he talks about putting and he also talks about being Roy McIlroy's coach and his putting coach and has some really interesting comments about live and, and, and what may or may not happen. So it's really fun. And I, as soon as I, I did that interview, I went straight to Norwood and went to the putting green. I'm like, I got to try this because something's got to be better than what I'm doing.
0: Hey, Jay, I, I don't want to go over here, but isn't it amazing? You, you mentioned Ben Crenshaw, and he was a protege of Harvey Fennick, right? Yes. So, Absolutely. how the game is passed down, uh, incredibly. And, and if you, I don't know if you've gotten any quality material out of the little green book and the little red book by Harvey Pennick, but man, it's just such a logical approach to golf, and uh, that's pretty cool. That, uh, that Ben Crenshaw is is passing down Harvey Pennick's beliefs.
1: No, it absolutely is. And, I mean, I think that's kind of the, rom- the, the romantic side of the game, Randy, that uh, being older, that you and I like it, is that we've heard these stories and, and you read those books and you're like, man, it's, it makes so much sense. And then you read some of these other books and go, I don't even know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when it gets so complicated. And then the game is a simple game. It's a stick and ball game and try and get it in the hole. It's not easy, but it's really simple.
0: Well, we will be tuned in Sunday morning. It's great to have you with us. Have a great day, Jay, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Thanks. That's our buddy Jay Delsing talking golf here on 101 ESPN.